Do you have something inspiring to say? Have you always known that your voice can contribute to the world? Is now the time? Yes, now is the time. The world is waiting for you. Welcome to the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. Today, we have an inspiring guest who is ready to share their voice with the world. Now, on to the show. Welcome, everyone. So happy that you're joining us here. Oh, my gosh, another amazing open mic show coming ahead. I'm so glad you're joining us. I have a fabulous guest with me today. Her name is Bethany Schrader, and we are going to be talking all things Bethany Schrader. She is, Bethany is a conscious life design coach. She is just an amazing woman. I love her energy. Get ready to rock this uh, this morning open, wide open. So let me tell you a bit about Bethany, and we're going to bring her right on right after that. So Bethany is an entrepreneur. She has been since she was 23 years old, running and owning several businesses. Uh, she's a life-transformed coach. She currently facilitates people all around the world on the ideas of oneness and awakening to conscious life creation. Totally one of my favorite subjects. Having been a radio show host on the topic of conscious creation and speaking in front of large crowds as well as individual facilitation session, she sees there is so much more possible for the collective consciousness of humanity. Specializing in bringing awareness to all relationships, Bethany has a way of activating divine relationships and removing blocks and destroying old paradigms that act as a barrier between you and the life you desire and know is possible. And what I love about this show is... Um, <laughs> is at the very opening, if you were listening to the, the recording, it says, the world is waiting for you. The world is waiting for you. And we don't have to wait any longer to hear from Bethany. Bethany, welcome to the show. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me, Christine. This is so much fun. <laughs> You're so welcome. We've been planning this for, what, a year? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's like a little overdue. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. A little <laughs> or maybe it's the perfect time. Maybe it's the perfect time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when you're you're going all over in all directions as the two of us do, it it sometimes takes a little bit of time to squeeze all the yumminess in. So I'm so glad we were able to do this today, though. Me too. Thank you so much. Yeah. So so Bethany, why don't you just jump right in and tell us more about you? Um, you have been doing this business, owning your own business for many, many years. So you've been doing it since you were 23. Yes. What, what had you step into being an entrepreneur at such a young age? Like, did you step right into the consciousness realm at 23? Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> it definitely was not the, the conscious choice. It was like um, I had the opportunity was there, and I was like, I just, I'm going to go for it. But it was just more of like what I wanted. There was no... You know, I definitely had desired outcomes from it. So, um, but it was it was awesome learning experiences. I mean, to be able to, you know, do what I w was able to do. Like I say, when I was 23, my first businesses were salons. I did hair. Um, I, I did hair when I was in high school, and so they, it was. I had this opportunity to open up these salons. Um, it was actually really interesting because they were very controversial hair salons. Um, they were called bikini cuts, and we wore bikinis to cut hair. So um, it was, it, it, and, and it was, it was in the conservative state of Utah. So it 
so um, you know, it was very controversial. We, <laughs> it, <laughs> so yeah, I, I had no idea what I was jumping <laughs> into. Why am I just <laughs> learning about this now? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's actually, it's really funny because it's actually been coming up in my world again. You know, I mean, this is gosh, like forever ago. It seems like a whole other lifetime ago, but it's been coming up recently. So it is funny that I'm talking about it again on here. I, I <laughs> didn't think that would happen, but yeah. <laughs> How successful was this bikini cutting business? Oh my gosh, it was. We were so busy. We actually opened up um, two locations, and um, I mean, I was in all sorts of magazines from uh, Maxim magazine to Forbes magazine, like all these things, you know, because we just had so much controversy, and um, I mean, that people had to come check it out. You know, it was like these these uh, very conservative people here in Utah were trying to make us a sexually oriented business because we were in bikinis. And, you know, it was like they couldn't really do that, but they kept fighting it. So I was constantly at city council meetings and doing interviews for the news and for, you know, magazines and publications. And it was just it was a crazy, crazy time in my life. But it was so much fun, and I learned so much. And, uh, yeah, I even got offered a couple of um, reality shows at the time, but... I was way too scared. Those reality shows were just starting. I was way too scared. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I turned them down. <laughs> oh. But, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was – That is that is pretty cool. So it, it, it's popping a question for me. Um, yeah. How, how much are we avoiding controversy in our lives? Like, really avoiding oh it? Such a great question, and actually, I was actually having this conversation last night with some friends. You know, I'm like, seriously, the controversy can open up so much, and actually, when you let, it's like a great, a great place to actually let go of all the judgments of why it's controversial. You know, I mean, it, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> it's so huge. I'm sorry, I haven't even had my coffee this morning, and I'm, I'm nearly knocked off my seat here. Like, <laughs> Bethany brings a punch. Can I just say, people, Bethany brings a punch? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is yeah. so wild. I mean, I've been in Utah. And, I mean, you and I were actually in a class together when I was there. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I mean, certainly the people that I was playing with are not um, – they don't shy away from anything. But definitely right. that <laughs> area of the world is super, super conservative, like to the point of, you know, judgment. Uh, you can pick up judgment in the, on any corner. Like it just – Oh, just yes. And especially the area, the area we were in was, was one of the most, I would say, for that as well. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it, very much so. It's very right. heavy there. <laughs> and and it's amazing, like, you succeeded with something so controversy, so so poking in their face. You succeeded massively. Yeah. And I'm sure you had a ton yes. of pushback. Oh, a ton, a ton, yeah. I mean, you know, and, God, and, oh, knowing what I know now, you know, I, 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 I would love to go back and, you know, play in that, knowing what I know now. I mean, I don't want to do it again, but, like, <laughs> at that time, because, gosh, there was, you know, it was really hard at times, and, and to be faced with so much harsh judgment, and, I mean, I almost felt like, you know, I was being, you know, like a, a witch being burned at the stake in these, you know, meetings and stuff, these city council meetings, and, things, and it was it was really difficult at times. So, yeah, when here I'm just, you know, excited to have my own salons and, you know, came up with some really 
interesting theme, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I I thought I was very innocent <laughs> with it. Well, it, it's time? definitely, as, yeah. as Rhonda says in the chat room, it was unique marketing for sure. And, yeah, and, yeah. And how much did it actually create um, the outcome that you were desiring? I mean, you, you desired success when you started this business, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it gave it gave you success. So, uh, I'm curious if you had to do it again, would you do it the same way? I, you know, I I think I would. Yes. Um, I I actually I'm not a big believer in regret. So even the stuff that you know, I'm like, oh gosh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Like I I get that there's a a purpose for everything that we choose. And so, um, yeah, I think I would do it the same. I mean, I, I would like to have had more, I guess, of a knowing around judgment and that sort of thing that I didn't have then that I have now. Um, but other than that, yeah, I, I don't think I would change much. Cool. I love that. It's like, yeah. what what is the value in having regret? Yeah. Gosh, you, like, you ask great questions. <laughs> <laughs> You're laying it out there for me, sister. I just pull. I just pull on a string. But what, what is the value in having regret? What does a regret give you? I mean, you must hear this yeah. when you're coaching with your clients and you're and you're speaking with people. You must hear regret all the time in their worlds. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, same with you. I mean, it's like we definitely facilitate people through those. You know, realizing that really. I mean, like you say, what is regret anyway? I mean, gosh. Every, I, and I mean, if I look back on my life, even even like I say, the stuff that I am not necessarily, I guess, would say I was proud of or whatever. But I get, I see how it's brought me to where I am, and so I I wouldn't change it, you know? Right. Right. So so when when we look at our choices and and we look at what we've created in our lives. I mean, when we look at where we are today, you know, we, we're continuously in judgment, right? We're looking at, okay, well, this is good and this isn't good, right? Well, I'm glad I yes. have this and damn, I, I wish I didn't have that, right? So we are in this yep. continuous, you know, perpetuating wheel of judgment, judgment, judgment. And when we, you know, when we when we throw regret in there, we're judging ourselves for having chosen that and yet there was some aspect of it that was there to teach us to take the next step. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. What a beautiful way to put it. You know, and that, I mean, exactly, with the whole judging thing, too. I mean, my goodness, the more we just get out of the judgment of it all, I mean, the more beautiful life is and everything just opens up. Right. Now, I know I just popped into my head that some people will say, well, if you don't pay attention to what you've chosen, you're going to repeat history. So as mm. if regret is the ingredient required to choose greater. Regret is not the ingredient <laughs> required to choose greater, people. <laughs> no. No, it's, it would, I would say it would be consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know? We're done. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> All right. All right. That was great. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> we changed the world. <laughs> Yeah, what's required, not regret. Yeah, because if you get, if you're really, really consciously aware of what you're choosing, you know, 
why are you choosing it? Are you choosing it for a specific outcome? Are you choosing it to, you know, I don't know, have have some sort of, uh, I don't know, meaning around it or, I don't know, there, there's so many different things to look at of why you're making a choice. And if you, if you can actually just go in and feel, like, is this actually light for me? Does this light me up? I don't even know why, but, like, it is and it does and awesome. Like, choose it. Don't worry mm-hmm. about all the judgments of your past stories or what people tell you is right or wrong or, you know, it's like, yeah, go with what you know. And you won't mm-hmm. repeat the past. No, unless it's fun for you. <laughs> right. <Some level. laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Have you have yeah, you ever sure. looked at some of your choices um that you've made, I mean, um any choice and and saw that you repeated and repeated it and and did you ever like see the value in that repeating or did you was it an automatic initially for you Bethany to go to judgment or was it like curiosity for you? I think it was an automatic uh for judgment and as I've done um so much unraveling of my judgments, it's definitely turned to curiosity, you know. And, I mean, I think that just living here, you know, in there's so many programs of judgment, it's really easy to just fall into that. And that's, again, why it's so important to just really stay consciously aware so that you're like, you can actually see, okay, I'm actually in judgment right now, you know. So, mm-hmm. but I I mean, I've, ha- I've definitely had, um, I've definitely had, the same kind of patterns show back up in my life. Um, and and uh, one of them being the relationships that I've had. I've had it really a, a tough go with relationships, and I think that that's why they've been able to facilitate people through so much stuff with that. Because um, mm-hmm. I did. I, I continually chose the same kind of pattern and finally have um, broken out of so much of that and um, realized that it was really from where I was functioning from and it didn't have anything to do with the other people. I just, you know, I was really only willing to um, choose certain people that I guess function on a certain level themse- themselves that actually worked with where I was at. And when I was looking at where I was at and thought and realized, I'm like, this isn't actually working for me, you know, and I was able to actually shift so much of that and change it. Oh, my gosh, all of my relationships have changed with everybody, family, friends, like people I work with, like, you know, um, love relationships and everything. Wow. Phenomenal. Good on you. Well, listen, we're up for our first break, and um, I I definitely want to dive into more of everything you just shared with us. And um, so, everyone, please stick around. When we get back, we're going to dive into more all about Bethany Schrader. And uh, we're into consciousness. We're talking about judgment. We're talking about regret. God, we're talking about bikinis. Like, stick around. You have no idea where where this conversation just might go. So, everyone, uh, please stick around, and you'll be back to the Open Mic Spotlight Show with my guest, Bethany Schrader. See you shortly. Do you have something inspiring to say? Would you like a taste of being one of our inspired hosts? Get on the air on the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. The Open Mic Spotlight Show is your time to shine and inspire our global audience. Shows air at 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each week. Claim your spot today. Simply contact our network owner at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Forget the days of five minutes of fame. Now you can have 55 minutes of fame. 
You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I have a fabulous guest with me, Bethany Schrader. And if you didn't hear the first segment, you must go back and listen to it because we started off with a bang. So, Bethany, we've been talking about bikinis. We've talked about judgment. We've been talking about consciousness. I'd love to talk more about you as well. So, um, let's, let's go back. Where were you born and raised, Bethany? I was born and raised in Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah, and I actually still live here. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. That, that takes a strong woman. And I know you, so you're you're not you're not a quiet little girl that sits in the corner and waits to be spoken to. You you definitely no, are no. Uh, you are a bright light that stands out, which I absolutely adore. And oh, um, if you, you Christine. If you don't see Bethany's pictures on Facebook, I mean, she, uh, you light me up every time I see one of your pictures and you've changed your your hair color. I'm like, oh, I love that color. I think they say that to every single color that you put up. Uh, thank you. You know, it is really fun. And by the way, some of those are wigs. So I definitely, I definitely like to have fun with it. Yeah. So if you ever want to change your hair color and you just don't know, just get a wig. Yeah, they have so many great weights out there. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. Okay, so you were born and raised in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, where you did you started your first hair salon when you were twenty three years old, yes? Yeah, yes. What what were you doing before that? Were you did you go right out of high school into um hair? Was that, that the direction you went immediately? I did, yeah. I mean, I, I I went to beauty school while I was in high school and then graduated high school a year early and just started doing hair. And so, yeah, by the time I was 23, I just had that opportunity and went for it. You know, it's kind of like every hairstylist dream to have their own salon, you know, and and do that. So, yeah. Right. So what, what did you do between going from being a, a beauty queen, all about making people feel and look fabulous, to being a, a conscious leader in the world. I mean, that's a big change. <laughs> it, it is. It is and it isn't. You know, it's really interesting. As you, like, a hair fest, we, we literally deal with people on such a deeper level than just their hair. <laughs> so I think I, I got started in the right um, place doing hair and really learning how to be with people and, and what they're going through and communicate well with you know, what's going to actually, like, contribute to them feeling good about themselves on, you know, the physical level. So, mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I actually, I, I ended up, um, I ended up getting into real estate and doing that, and actually I still do real estate, and I, and I started a home staging company where I, um, I decorate homes for sale and model homes and that sort of thing. So, um, which is also kind of like another part of it, because, Staging is basically like consciously designing a space. Like you literally are, um, I mean, I, I like to talk, you know, really look at speaking with the house and what is actually going to um, really contribute to the, to the feel of the overall feel of the house and, and uh, be an inviting space that 
you know, people are actually going to want to buy and, and live in. So, um, so yeah, I, that, but really it wasn't really, wasn't really my jobs that I did or my businesses that led me <clears throat> so much to the, the coaching. It was more of my personal life and, and like I say, the things that I wanted to change on, on a personal level from relationships and, and mainly relationships really, because, um, that was kind of the area that was really, I would say, the most difficult for me in my life. So that's that's pretty much how I got into coaching, <laughs> was because of that. Right. So you started, you started, you were attracted to changing something in your relationships. Um, yeah. What led what led you to become, um, like, what was the actual programs that led you to the to becoming the life transformed coach? Mm-hmm. So um, I well I've I've done all sorts of classes and, and things and and then uh, the specifically the, the the coaching program itself is called Life Transformed and um, and basically I had just been following my mentor with it and when the program opened up I was like it was a complete yes for me it was like one of those things where I didn't even have to ask I and mean, then my body was all lit up and like this is totally a yes for me I don't know why I didn't actually see myself as coaching other people, although, you know, like I said, I think I've done it on a, on other levels, working with clients and, and such. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, this is on a definitely on a on a deeper level of actually really changing. You know, I guess what we would consider the the big important things in our life, and actually really enjoying our life and having the kind of life that we've always known as possible, but maybe didn't know how to how to have or how to get to it. Mhm. So what what are some of the things that um that you really you really wanted to change? What was it about your life that was really stuck? You've said relationships. So was it was there a lot of controversy when you were growing up in your family with relationships? Actually, n- no, not really. I mean, I, I honestly have I mean, everybody's got, you know, interesting families and but you know, like my parents have are still actually married. Um, and like my childhood was very normal in that sense of like you know I I, I felt secure in my family and with my parents and that sort of thing, but um, it, it was really more about um, I, I don't know that like, I guess that my choices for um, my relationships and I've I've actually been through two divorces and I've been engaged to two other guys who passed away and so it's just been this really like difficult road with. You know, I grew up with parents who are still married, and yet I've gone through one relationship after the other. And then I also grew up, obviously, in a religious background. I grew up Mormon. Um, I, I no longer um, do the religion thing anymore, but uh, that was that was one of the, I, I believe, the pieces for kind of looking at where I was functioning from because I was I, I was raised to believe, you know, you find that one person that you can be with forever. And so, you know, it, which made it much more difficult to get divorced and to go through these things. And I'm like, gosh, you know, I'm, I must be doing something wrong, you know, and, and being in terrible judgment of myself and, and, and all these things based on what I had been taught. And then, you know, kind of looking at things, thinking I'm not, when I, as I started going through, you know, coaching stuff, realizing, oh, I'm actually not this horrible person. And maybe there's something else different and, you know, with relationships as possible. So, yeah, and really opening up to so many different possibilities with that and not putting right. myself off anymore to thinking there's only one way, you know? Right. So how yeah. how how did you get from um, 
this place of judgment, I say, you know, you've said you've gone through a lot of relationships, you know, um, I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, I've been married and very happily divorced twice now. And um, yeah. relationships has been one of those places in my life that has tweaked me a great deal. What was it for you that had you go from judging yourself to actually saying, I'm choosing something and I'm going to create something different? What was it in you that had that switch? Yeah, you know, it was honestly really realizing that I was um, I was looking outside of myself for these relationships to, to give me something, like just to be loved or to feel secure or whatever. And, and as I started getting into, you know, more consciousness work and realizing I'm actually the source of those things. And really when I'm looking outside of myself, I'm really setting myself up for failure and I'm not actually open to um, maybe receiving, you know, the, the type of relationships in my life that would actually really work for me because I've limited so much of that based on trying to find that thing outside of me, that security or that love or whatever it was. And, and when I realized that, that's when I, like, everything started to shift, like, nice. dramatically. And, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was, it was so, really about inner work, right? Yes, yes. And the relationship with you. I mean, that's everything in your life begins with the relationship with you that you have with yourself. And, and like, it, it seems so silly, but, you know, to have that kind of relationship that you've always wanted with somebody else, to start having that with you, and that's how it changes with everybody else. Because I like to use the analogy of, like, when you're on a plane and they tell you, you know, put your own mask on first before you help anybody else and put their mask on. It's the same thing on a mm -hmm. much bigger level, you know, with self-love. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, start loving you. Stop judging you. You know, um, I don't know, tell your, go look in the mirror and tell yourself the thing you always wanted to hear from, you know, your lover or whatever. I and mean, it sounds so silly, but those kind of things actually, as you start doing it and releasing, um, you know, all of the fears around trying to find that person to give it to you, it, it, you start opening up into it and realizing it's already there, that you already are that. Right. It's really, really amazing. Yeah. It It is amazing, and it's it's such a phenomenal contribution to the world when we step into taking care of us and, and to fulfilling our own needs. Um, it, it, yeah. it changes so, so many, many things. So you have been doing the relationship with Bethany and becoming this um, more and greater person in the world that you've been now contributing so much to so many other people. What is it about your coaching program um, when you're working with individuals, Bethany, that is unique to you? Yeah, well, what I think is so unique about it is that it actually – we. It gives you almost like a step-by-step, -step, like here is where you're functioning from, here's why you do it, and here's how you can change it. It's literally like a step-by-step -step thing. So so there's not like this wondering, like, well, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't know why, why I keep doing this. And, you know, it, it, so it's really like it's very straightforward, and it's very, I would say, very loving and nurturing. It's like this nurturing way of doing it, which I think is so important, too, like, our planet and everybody here we need more kindness more nurturing and more love i mean like those those things <laughs> you know will change everything <laughs> yeah what what would that actually be like if we actually operated from that yeah. space daily that's yeah. fabulous yeah that's fabulous um 
So, Bethany, people can connect with you at your website, bethanyschrader.com. And Schrader is spelled S-C-H-R-A-D-E-R. How do you coach with individuals? Do you coach in person? Do you coach online? How does that work? I'm actually doing... Yeah, I'm all, I'm doing all sorts. I'll, I'll do um, definitely online and on the phone coaching, and um, occasionally I do in person. I and I like to do live classes, so that's kind of one of my favorite things. And so um, I try to hold a class somewhere live once a month. Um, but obviously, I know that I've got you know people all over the world, so I definitely am available online and on the phone as well for individual sessions, um, as well as I do some group stuff, and I've got some group classes online classes coming Actually, one specifically on relationships coming up um, uh, fairly soon here in the next month. So, um, yeah, and so if you want to hear about any of the classes I do or the, you know, how you connect with me, um, the best way is to go to my website and, uh, and sign up on my email list. And I, I also offer um, a free tool and a little bit more in detail about, you know, kind of what the basis of my coaching work is about. So, um, nice. yeah, that's, yeah. People love free gifts. That's phenomenal. And and online, I mean, <laughs> we are such a we're such a global world now. You know, it's just it's right. Yeah. Everybody's our neighbor. It's phenomenal when we're doing yeah. classes online that people can join in from anywhere. So that's fabulous. So we are going yeah. to go to our second break, and when we get back, we're going to learn more about this consciousness stuff with Miss Bethany Schrader and about what it is that we can be doing to really bring more awareness into our lives and change what is not working. So stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Do you have something inspiring to say? Would you like a taste of being one of our inspired hosts? Get on the air on the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. The Open Mic Spotlight Show is your time to shine and inspire our global audience. Shows air at 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each week. Claim your spot today. Simply contact our network owner at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Forget the days of five minutes of fame. Now you can have 55 minutes of fame. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are speaking with another amazing guest today, Bethany Schrader, who is really changing the world for so many people out there with her program of being conscious in the world and transforming everything that's not working. So, Bethany, with you, um, we've been talking about your relationships, about some interesting businesses that you've done. Um, what What is in the future for you and what you're creating in the world what are what are some of the things because you don't do anything small I mean I know that about you already <laughs> you, you, you don't do anything small I mean yeah so I guess I really don't um, you know that's a great question um, gosh I, I, I'm really just kind of going with the flow at the moment I don't have um, necessarily a big uh, a vision of how it all has to look I just I really have just been playing around with following the lightness for me um, and and 
really just enjoying life no matter what I'm doing. In fact, that's kind of been one of the biggest, I guess, messages, so to speak, that's been really coming through strongly to me is that it's like now is really the time to enjoy life, to play, to have fun. Like we're not here to actually suffer and be miserable. So, so yeah, I'm just kind of open to um, what the universe has in store for me and, uh, yeah, and have fun with it. <laughs> Nice. I love that. So, so <laughs> what what are some of the things that you love to do to bring in more play into your life? I mean, we've already talked about the beautiful hair changes, the hair color changes. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I definitely have fun with that. Um, changing up my look. Um, gosh, you know, and I'm I, I love traveling, so I definitely, you know, have tons of fun with traveling. Um, I mean, honestly, Christine, like, I, I really enjoy the smallest things as well. It's like, it's like sitting down and having a cup of coffee in the morning is like one of my greatest joys. Just the simple things. It's really like appreciating what I have right here and now, um, has been just such a huge thing for me to just be able to enjoy that and enjoy what's happening. Mm -hmm. Even if there's nothing really big and exciting going on, just seeing, you know, what's here right now. And summertime is one of my favorites, so I'm I'm super happy it's summer now. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yes, you you and millions of people in the world are breathing easier today because of it. <laughs> and what would it be like for us to be in that space every day of the year, right? Yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my uh, that's one of my pet peeves, you know. I of course you know you personally know Bethany that I live in Canada, and um, I've lived here my whole life. And I mean, I know that you get lots of snow where you are as well. Um, but yeah. it's a pet peeve of mine that Canadians complain about snow, and I'm like, seriously, there's 250 <laughs> countries in the world you can move, like. Uh, it's so true. I, I yeah, and I, I've actually like asked myself that. I'm like, seriously, that's me because I have not enjoyed the snow for most of my life, or mostly mostly just you know shoveling and driving in it and being cold. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, why am I still living here? Yeah, okay. Well, I'm choosing it, so I guess I can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it that we are choosing in our lives that we're complaining about? And stay yeah. like consciously choosing to stay stuck in, right? Because I mean, Bethany, when you're working with people and they're saying that they desire something different, you know, most of the time yeah. they're not choosing it, right? Like on some level, we're not yeah. choosing. Right? So, yeah, absolutely. So what do you, what do you find with people that are are in that space? How do you work with someone who is? You know, an old saying, talking out both sides of their mouth, right? Saying they're, they, yeah. they want this, they want this, they want this, and then they just stay stuck in the complaining and bitching and, you know, all the rest of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great question. I think um, really what what we look at is, you know, what's the reason? Is there is there some sort of space of fear that you're functioning in around actually changing it or choosing something different? And if there is, like, let's take a look at that fear and see what you're actually you know, running from, like, I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, that's one of the biggest pieces is looking at, at the, the fear places that you might not even really be consciously aware of. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what, that's what we look at and really, really decide what, okay, from there, what process, you know, 
is required here for you to actually change that and release the fear so, do that, you, you can, so that you can do something different. Right. So there, there may be a fear in there that they're not aware of. Do you ever find that people, um, I, I, because I know I find this a lot, that people are saying they want A, B, or C, and they repeatedly say it year after year <laughs> after year, <laughs> yes. and, and yet they are not making choices to move, not even little choices, to move in that direction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, and, and absolutely, and I think that, you know, like you were saying before, on some level, it works for them, even though they complain about it and say they want change. If they're not doing anything or, I mean, just literally nothing, not willing to look at it or anything, I would say something about it works for them. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm actually okay at pointing that out to, you know, my clients as well, too, so they can at least be aware, oh, wait, yeah, what is it that actually works for me, you know, in this? I right. might be complaining and say I hate it, but if I'm not willing to do anything about it, there must be something. Yeah. Well, I think there's uh, yeah. probably a very large piece of the large population that is uh, quite comfortable in their misery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it, it is pretty scary to go into the unknown. I mean, when you start choosing for you, it literally is like jumping off a cliff and you're in the free fall. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's like your mind, your mind will tell you all sorts of stories. I mean, I, I get why people stay stuck. I mean, I've done that myself many times, you know, and um, but the thing is, once you take that leap and you're in the free fall, it's like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I didn't actually die, and it wasn't actually horrible. Um, oh, okay, and things are starting to change. Okay, cool. And then either your wings come out or you're like, you, you know, you land perfectly, like on, on the next, you know, place. Right. So it really, yeah. So it's like, it's like if you're willing to just step into it and take the leap, you know, it's like, that's that's really the scariest part usually. At least it has been for me. Not usually right, the, like the the land. You mean like the uh, just looking at it and saying, Okay, I'm just gonna take one step. Like it's between the actual thinking about it and actually doing it that that's the yeah. in the scary space. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's like our minds are gonna come up with all sorts of stories of why we shouldn't do it and why it's unsafe and why it's wrong or bad. Yet, you know and, and you know, and then we create the fear in our bodies and, and yeah, it's it's hard sometimes to make those choices, you know, in that space. And I think that's why the work that we do as facilitators, you know, like it's so huge because we actually, you have that person to really facilitate the truth for you, to help you open up to see what's actually true for you and how to not function in those fears, mm-hmm. which, is what cha- which is what can change everything for you and change in an instant right. too. I mean, oftentimes it's not like this long process. <laughs> it's pretty quick. Right. Well, I think that there's, um, you know, I've I've talked to different people, and you know, whether they're my clients or not, and they're they're looking at changing something in their lives, and they're they're getting, um, they might be working with people in the psychology field, some some you know some profession in that area, and they just keep regurgitating the same old same old. Yeah. And yeah. which is frustrating for me to watch people do that and yet you know i have to be yeah. in the allowance of their choices because again same thing something there yeah. is working for them um and i know the, the the tools that you use the tools that i use the tools that many of our colleagues use can move people through quite quickly into changing and it's interesting because i i don't think that some people actually 
really do want to change. There's some people that are very, very happy being miserable. Yes, <laughs> and it's like, I, I would agree with you. There are. Yeah. And yeah. I know that, I, you know, all, everybody would be like, Christine, you need more allowance. But I'm just, I'm done with, with feeding that. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Back, yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah, no, I, I I get that, I get that, and 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 I mean that's why it's, I don't know, I think that's why it's been so much fun too to actually be able to work with people who are ready for that change, who are taking the steps, who are, you know, choosing something different, even even through the fear and all that stuff, and it's like that's what's so fun about it too is just to watch that and to experience, right. and not only for myself but yeah with other people. I mean, it's amazing, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's amazing when when you when you've got somebody like yourself, Bethany, who is there and has got your back and can can actually speak from real life experience. I mean, I love that when when I first started coaching, yeah. um I had uh, somebody from my past tell me there's no way you could be a coach, you're too screwed up. And uh. you know, that kicked me pretty deep um at the time and and then as I continue to choose forward, I had people say, you know, it's because you've been there that I feel safe. Yep. And you're not just yep. blowing smoke. You're actually you're actually walking your talk. So, Bethany, with, with the people that you're coaching with, they must admire the, the vulnerability that you be with relationships and your willingness to share so that they, too, can choose greater. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that's been... Um the I think one of the biggest things for people that I they the feedback that I've received was that they do love that I mean my my life story is an open book and it not all of it is pretty, you know. And I do share very openly, you know, all of it. I, I don't feel that I have anything to hide and I feel like even well maybe even especially the the ugliest parts of it are actually what people can relate to and they, they like to know that they're not the only ones going through hell at times really. And and to know that gosh She's been there, and now she's like, ha- like as ha- happy as she's been. I mean, I mean, I have people tell me all the time that have known me, you, you know, even a few years ago, and they're like, "You are not the same person." And I'm like, "I know, I'm not." I, you know, and I'm so much more of me. I'm so much less restricted and and not playing into judgments and actually just enjoying life. And um, you know, I didn't used to. I didn't always. So um, yeah, I mm-hmm. think that's a huge part, just being vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Being vulnerable, that is a big subject. That is a huge subject that, uh, you know, we would definitely need a few shows to, to jump into that one as deep as we possibly could, right? A few days, probably. A few days, yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, we're going to do a weekend on being vulnerable. Oh, great. I can't wait to go to that class. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So... How much has the being vulnerable with yourself, Bethany, changed everything in your world? Oh my gosh, you know what? It's it's allowed me to not be so fearful with things. And it doesn't mean that I don't feel fear, because I still feel it, like it's still there, you know, but it's like but I, I get that it's just a feeling and it's not actually me and I don't have to be it and become it and, and not choose something because just because I feel it. And and being vulnerable and really just stepping into that fear and and opening up to whatever judgments or criticism or whatever 
uh, has been one of the biggest um, uh, catalysts for change and, and and actually ease and space in my life, really. Huh. Who would have thunk that? <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. I mean, because you'd think the opposite, that it would be like, oh, no, I'm going to die in this opening up. And basically, like, you feel like, you know, you're naked in a crowd and, you know, everybody's judging you. And it's like, it's like, but really, people, you know, everybody, we all feel the same things. Our stories might be slightly different, but, like, we all have stuff and we all feel it. Mm -hmm. So it's like knowing, knowing that, you know, you don't have to become it and you can actually go into a fear and you're not going to die and your life's not going to, you know. Collapse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And even then, I mean, my life has collapsed a couple times, and that's actually been the greatest thing sometimes for me. Not, I mean, it was not fun going through it necessarily, but, like, it, it's like sometimes that has to happen in order for right. things to rearrange and actually work for you. And, and it's like just know that, like, you're not the only one. I mean, my, like I said, my, la my life is literally, like, completely, like, blown apart a few times. And I was like, holy, whoa, what just happened? And But ultimately, it was exactly what was required and got me to an even greater space. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have changed it, you know? Right. So, yeah. So your willingness to break wide open actually had you find you. Yes, exactly. And and that's the key. And I think that's what's so amazing about facilitation work um, around this because that's what it can do for everybody, you know? And mm -hmm. you can have that safe space to be, you know, wide open and broken apart, you know, so that you, you don't have to do it alone. I mean, I, I feel like I went through a lot of my difficult stuff really alone um, before, you know, I found facilitation work and, and was able to be facilitated by others. And now it's like, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, that it's, you know, there's so many amazing people out there that can facilitate. It's like, you know, none of us have to go through it alone, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So, None of us, and yet so many of us are still there, and, and we keep buying this lie that being vulnerable will actually create this fear that we've been running from that's actually the exact opposite. It will actually break us open into greater. Yes, So exactly. cool. Exactly. So cool. Yeah. Okay, we are up for our last break. Bethany, hold on to your hat. We'll be right back with Bethany Schrader, where we will round out the show with more amazingness from this beautiful lady. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Do you have something inspiring to say? Would you like a taste of being one of our inspired hosts? Get on the air on the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. The Open Mic Spotlight Show is your time to shine and inspire our global audience. Shows air at 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each week. Claim your spot today. Simply contact our network owner at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Forget the days of five minutes of fame. Now you can have 55 minutes of fame. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show with myself, Christine McIver, and my wonderful guest, Bethany Schrader, where we have been talking about 
well, what haven't we been talking about, Bethany? Like we've been going in every direction. <laughs> we have. We've we've gone in quite a few directions this morning. <laughs> totally. Wake up. Ed. I wonder what else would like to come through. <laughs> I love the uh, the question in the chat room um, by Rhonda, our wonderful producer. She says, I wonder what it might be like if we actually empowered and equipped our younger generations to actually free fall. We haven't learned to let go and fly based on our modeling, which is so true. We haven't been shown that. Um, gosh, that's a that could be an amazing show right there, free falling. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that, Rhonda. That is such oh, such an amazing question. Yeah. So, what do you what comes up when you when you, when you hear me say that when you read that? You know, I, I mean, it, I, I think about my son and and uh, you know, just watching him grow, and I think, gosh, yeah. Like, I mean, already he is this brilliant, brilliant being, and he constantly facilitates me in the most beautiful ways. And and I think you know yeah to have to have our youth just actually have a different idea of what's possible. I mean, our whole world like literally changed in an instant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I, 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 I like the the space of that is huge. I I, I, just, I don't even know how to put words to it. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I um, how old is your son, Bethany? He's six. He's six. He's a little guy. Wow. So he's still a little guy. Yeah. Um, when he was um, very little, like, you know, two and three years old, was he totally uh, perca- um, cautious when he was walking or climbing stairs or doing anything? Or was he just, like, go for it? No, he was a go for it kid. He's, I mean, gosh, he broke both of his arms in the same year, you know, just like, <laughs> I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do this. <laughs> yeah, he's a... <laughs> Definitely a go for it kid. <laughs> and and um how is he on the other side of breaking both of his arms in the same year? You know what? Fantastic. He's a he's he's a little bit more cautious, but <laughs> I still shake my head sometimes thinking, Kid, really? You know what it's like to break the bones, but of course that's me being, you know, overprotective mom. So yeah. Yeah, he's still he's still pretty he very definitely in making his own choices, very independent, wanting, you know, just following what he he knows. So, right, yeah. following what he knows. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the other part of it, too, it's like, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, when they get into school, then they start to be um, told that they have to be programmed into doing it a certain way, which kind of, I believe, is the onset of the fear yeah, yeah. And and I actually, you know, talk a lot about that kind of stuff with him. And, and we have conversations even about swearing and stuff. And, and obviously I, I, you know, grew up religious and there's a lot of rules and and, um, and things to abide by within religions and um, specifically the one that I grew up in. And and so he, he, he'll sometimes go to church with my family members and hear these things. And so we, we get to discuss, you know, my viewpoints on it and and so that he can actually, like, see the difference and be able to choose you know it's like I'm not telling him to not choose anything it's like okay so look at this here's this you know is this uh this is maybe this is actually okay you know like for example swearing is one um I was always told that you know it's it's wrong and bad to swear so what did I want to do as a kid I wanted to swear all the time like the f word became my favorite word you know like um and so 
as an adult, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't have the charge to it anymore as it being wrong and bad and, and the need to do it. But I, you mm. know, obviously I swear sometimes and, you know, and there's been times where he's like, mom, that's bad. And so, you know, and I've, and I've had to sit with him and be like, is that actually bad? Or maybe, it, maybe there's just times where it's just a little more appropriate or less appropriate. And so it's like, you know, can you still say a word and maybe actually release an energy or, I don't know, help expand on energy maybe that's actually, you know, a contribution to you rather than having it be this horrible thing. And I don't think you should go and swear at people and be unkind, but maybe sometimes that's, you know, required to swear at somebody too. I don't know. I, right. I, it's, it's really more about the situation, you know? And so we get, it's really interesting that I get to have conversations like this with my child and, you know, and, and, uh, leave it open so that he's not just coming to a conclusion that it's wrong and bad all the time. Right. Right. As if it kind of has the energy of, um, uh, you know, the, the, the space where people say, you know, you can't, swearing is bad, right? As if yeah. that is the free fall, like you're going to fall yeah. and die, right? And actually yeah, the, free, yeah. the free fall is to be free, to fall in any direction you desire to go, right? Which yeah, is what you're yeah. inviting him into. Which is uh, like the like. Let's look at this. Let's really let's really look at this without giving it a blanket one or the other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I I always I always let him know that the biggest part of this too is to always choose kindness. So when it's something like swearing, it's like what is actually the kind thing, you know? Um, with that, like I I don't get that it's typically kind to swear at somebody but sometimes when mm -hmm. you know something's happened you just you just need to like yell out some profanities and yeah. that's okay <laughs> well you know? i'm going to be, i'm going to jump in here and to be kind to you because i don't want you to be cut off in the middle of what you're saying we have like less than 30 <laughs> seconds left this conversation oh my gosh, that went so fast <laughs> Too fast. Oh my gosh. Um, so Bethany, I I really adore you and I adore what you're doing in the world. Wow. And I'm going to shamefully say I would love to have you on the network. Uh, you would be a phenomenal contribution. <laughs> Thank you. you are in the world. Uh, yeah, I'm willing to say whatever it takes, girlfriend. <laughs> Thank you, Christine. I love you. <laughs> are phenomenal. Please get in touch with Bethany, bethanyschrader.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Bethany. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Radio Show. We will be here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, continue to create you with joy and inspiration.